Hello and welcome to this ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. This is another episode in our FIFA Women's World Cup series. My name is Calvin Emekonwoka and it is my pleasure to have you join us. I have a full house, a proper full house. Listen, I'm excited, really, really excited because of the people that we've put together that have decided to give up their time to join us in the pod today. We're going to preview specifically the Super Falcons match tomorrow morning against the Lionesses of England. So, where are we going to start? Listen, I'm going to start by introducing Super Falcons, Super Falcons Wafcon winning captain, Evelyn Waboku. Evelyn, welcome to your Sports Level Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Colin. Excellent. And we have our regular people. Um, ACSports.com, Chief Sports Writer, Chief Sports News Writer, Shola. We have Afro Lucy. We have Yvette Fenlin, Jamaica's only do fan. She's also here. And then to join us in Atlanta is Agony Ishmael. And I've got, because of the tactics, the tactical nature of what's going to happen, I've got two coaches with me. Uh, Coach Tolani, I call him. He's also a regular on your Sports Mingo podcast. And Shola Abigo, they're all here. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for your time. And welcome to this episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. Thank you for having us here again. Excellent. Listen, I've missed being here for real. You know, Thank you no, no, so for welcome. inviting me. Um, it's a pleasure to be part of this uh, wonderful crew. And I'll be happy to, to join and uh, share my own uh, view about female football. It's been something that uh, I've been following for a long time. And uh, it's, it's a pleasure to talk about it. It's always a joy talking about female football. Thank you. We uh, Good evening, everyone, and thank you for having me here again. We're going to, um, we're going to start with um, Evelyn. Eve, I want to believe you've been following the tournament, correct? Um, yes, um, good evening everyone. Um, um, I think this is the first time I'm joining you guys and it's a pleasure. You've been following this tournament, have you? Yeah, I've not. So the first, I think the first game, I couldn't see the first game probably because of the timing. Mm. But I was able to watch the game against the Australians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the game I, I watched. And against the Ireland, I think I didn't watch that because they were showing one other match because they played both matches at the yes, same time. Yes, so yes. I couldn't see that one. Listen, but so far, I think um, the girls have demonstrated a um, strong spirit. And, um, you know, there's always the first time. And I'm happy that they are giving me their whole. Tell me, you've been in this situation with, with, with the Super Falcons. What what will be happening? What how how do you even prepare for something like this? I, I, as 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 a team, and from what the coaches are going to give to you guys, how do you, how do you think this, these ladies are getting prepared for a match as big as this? 
Uh, well, this is football, you know. It's, it's, it's like a regular thing for we players because some of these players they were playing against, some of them are teammates in the various club sides. So I don't think it's anything new. They just have to go out there and do that for themselves firstly before anything else. Mm. So I don't think any one of them will be putting themselves under too much pressure. Yeah. They just want to go out there and do all they have to do. So it is us outside, <laughs> the fans, we're the ones who are the people under pressure because because I've asked so, I've asked people before. So you guys who are ready to play, you're just focused on playing. No, no tension as we used to say. In yeah, yeah. Yes, because if you put yourself under pressure, then mm. you won't be able to deliver. You just have to be calm and just go into the field and have fun. Mm. You know, why playing, if you're playing, okay, and when, when they play against the Australians, mm. they, the Australians are under more pressure because they are trying to impress their fans, they are trying to impress everyone that came around mm. to watch them play. They have families and people that came to support them. Yeah. But you, you just get into the pitch, you know, this is what, this is what my coach asked me to do. You, you, you're just there to do what you want to do. You just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know it's just results. So mm-hmm. you don't have much pressure on you. They are the ones that have um, a lot of pressure on them to deliver. So whichever way the game goes, whichever one wants to come out on top, but I, I still think the pressure will be more on them also. Okay. Um, don't, don't, don't go anywhere um, even one more. Coach Tolani and um, Shola you guys should come in at some point together and let me understand this um, Shola I have every time I've watched the Super Falcons in this tournament my biggest worry has always been that um, uh, not my Shola is the other Adigu Shola that I'm talking about coach um, my, I know, I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my worry has been um, that they defend. We defend too deep, so we 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 are there's a disconnect between the rest of the team and whoever will play as a central striker. Now, in England's last game against um, China, they played with a back three. Do you do you think? Um, Kuchalania and Kuchala, do you think that um, we can afford to change tactics like the the English did? Ah, uh, good to be on the show. I think this is my first time here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls at the World Cup, I don't think we can afford to change too much. Uh, Especially considering some of the things that are giving us some uh, advantage. Uh, I think the manager around the world drum has chosen to play a very conservative defensive approach. Mm. Uh, largely trying to exploit counter attacking opportunities and also defending with an organized low block. Uh, so far, so good. There seems to be a very good communication on the back four line. Halene, Demeyi, and Alozi, and Plumta, they seem to be having a very good chemistry among themselves. Okay. Altering that to make a back five can 
be difficult adaptation sometimes. Uh, I think England can afford to take that risk because maybe the quality of the opposition for the final group game for them wasn't too too steep. But for us, we are playing arguably one of the best teams so far in the tournament. Mm -hmm. It makes sense that if we are going to change anything, it probably should be up front and not in the not in the back four. We need the continuity there because it gives us stability and rhythm in our defending, basically. So I don't think we can afford to change too much mm. in terms of our defending or in terms of our general approach to games. Right. Um, Coach Alani, come on in. Yes, um, I'm also on the same page with what Coach Salah said. Mm. I think our clearest route to success in the game um, is going to be through counter-attack. Um, with the pace of Ajibade, Kano, Assistas. I think um, that's where our strengths lie and that's what um, the team has been trying to um, focus their play on. But what, what I've just seen is, um, even though we've been relying on counter-attack, mm. um, we've not actually had like success with it. There you I think, go. Um, we've, there you yeah, go. we've profited off, I think maybe a deflection, mm -hmm. set-piece, hold. Mm -hmm and things like that so that's where we have to we have to be sharp on that day we create chances we have opportunities in games but we've not like we've not been clinical with them and England is like a mountain <laughs> it's going to be a huge mountain but from the two previous teams that we've played that are among like the top 10 teams in, in the world mm. I think we've done we're unbeaten against those two so I feel um, we should be able to like win tomorrow too <laughs> that's an Nigerian. That's an Nigerian in me talking. <laughs> okay, um, Lucy, I, I, as I, what, what, where, why I um, talk about my worry about the way we we play is because we there's so much um, what's it called responsibility on uh, pain to the pain to link the midfield and the attack. Both um, Tolani and um, Shala say that we should we should continue playing in the same way. So how are we how are we going to score in this game? How do, how do we go about um, finding a goal in this match? And I say that we should just hope to get lucky. <laughs> because, I mean, no, no, no. But seriously, um, I would say that we should. I mean, I can't talk too much tactics like the coach coaches mm. have mm. done, but I'll still go with us just making the most of whatever chance we get. Because I think we are going to be able to get a few chances regardless. I know that, yes, maybe sitting into this, then, like you've highlighted, mm. the um, difficulty in connecting properly those up front. Mm. But I just feel like maybe we just need like one or two chances and then we are good to go. So it's more on us trying to be as clinical as we can. Mm. Um, England are a very good team. So I, I don't, I'm not going to say, okay, we're going to break down this or try to hold them in the midfield or something. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I'll just say, be more clinical. So when we get those chances, then we should try to make them count. Do fun. 
But honestly, <laughs> couldn't say changing tactics at this moment because uh, or changing like formation drastically because mm. you never can tell how it's going to Although we mm. can just decide to say look, round of sixteen whether we move forward or not. But let's try something different and see what we see. That's another way to look at it. And I, uh, Shola and um, um, Tolania would come back to yes, Dufan. You have um, you have demonstrated. Um, the ability to find um, um, your crystal ball. You're the one that you were setting about Jamaica. And even today, you were saying that um, you saw US going out. Even though um, Shalom Yini has said that in our last in our last podcast. What 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 does your crystal ball say going into this game for the Super Falcons? Well, um, first of all, I think it depends on how we approach this game. And we you, have to like okay, come to with it. a tough mentality. I mean, most times when we play a game, it's like we are playing with nervousness. Even if we do everything right, mm. it's sometimes it's like, okay, we are nervous, we are scared, and sometimes that fear can creep in and one little mistake and England can, you know, take chances of those mistakes but this is a very tough one with the whole surprise the tournament has been having I mean who would have predicted Germany and Germany would be out I mean it's easy to predict that USA would be out of the tournament I mean this is not 2019 or 2015 but for Germany it's it I don't think it's a prediction anybody expected mm. to come to pass mm. but I see the game being, being very tight neat um, I'm saying 2-1 I think a mistake from Nigeria maybe like an extra time mistake can see England to win although I'm not sure this is like this is really um, this is me now speaking with buyers mm. like both of my biases fact, are what, what was fighting. I even doing asking you you had said that from the beginning you had said that um, England were going to win the World Cup. Please shift. Um, um, Blessing. But yeah, I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing two one. I don't know who would win, but I see a two one prediction anyway. Right. Blessing and um, um, Shola, we need you here. Um, Shola, you your your passport is already going to remove and uh, confiscate your passport. You've gone further in your tweets talking about. Um, um, Millie Bright carrying the cup and Lauren James being MVP. So tell Nigerians, go ahead and tell Nigerians what you think is going to happen tomorrow morning. Oh, God. Okay, so actually, I think it's going to be a tight game because uh, the Super Falcons are been defensively solid in a way. We've been compact defensively. So I think the the thing that Wildrum or any sensible coach would do is to approach that game cautiously. Just try to be solid defensively. Mm. And then on that platform, the players can gain confidence. You don't want to go into that game and then the ten, first five, ten or fifteen minutes you've considered. Mm. So you'd all you want to be defensively solid. And then 
15 minutes, 0, 20 minutes, 0, 0, and then the players begin to gradually grow in confidence that, okay, let's see what we can do. So I think it will be tight. It will be as easy as dribble things. You know, there's a lot of banter in what I say. But to be honest, I think based on defensive solidity we've seen from Super Falcon at yeah. this World Cup, I think it will be a little tight. But I think England have... The, I don't just want to say the quality to edge it because Super Falcons also do, but they have that same chemistry, unlike the Super Falcons, especially in attack for England, mm. unlike the Super Falcons. So I think England are, are going to edge it on that because we have a lot of issues to deal with. So I think based on that, England are going to just edge it. Bless it. Shola, when are you going to show us your British passport? Just let us know once and for all. Abi. <laughs> so we know you have renounced. Or you show us your, your, British, your British visa. So we know you have renounced Nigeria. That was on a lighter note, though. But yeah, it's uh, great to be on the pod once again. Apologies for coming in quite late. I needed to see Arsenal lift the community shield. That, that's by the way. For Nigeria tomorrow, I am. I'm of the opinion that that Randy Wardrum would approach that game the same way he approached the game against Canada and um, Australia. Uh, that's because uh, those two sides present a kind of challenge that you would normally expect from from an England side, for instance. Mm. Um, especially the way they, especially the way they lined up against um, uh, against um, Canada where he knew that he needed to be very solid defensively and, you know, at least whatever happens up front, he listened to that. So, I feel that's the approach he's going to have towards the game tomorrow. I feel it's going to be, ask the guys to be as solid as, uh, the girls rather, to be as, as tight as they can at the back mm. and to expect that whatever little chances they can get. By the way, the chances are going to be few and far between. I mean, it's almost so obvious because uh, we, I listened to, I was listening to you talk about uh, Tony Payne being started with the responsibility of linking up with the midfield and attack. Uh, despite the fact that she has done so well to be able to create some of those chances, you, you could also tell that it has been quite difficult for us to string past together and keep the passes for a long time mm-hmm. and when we do and we get in front of go and get you know little little chances options we are not that very clinical up front and again I'm wondering what is uh, lineup is going to be in terms of um, Aziza Petrola who the jury is still out on her in spite of what happened against Australia there's still a lot of jury out on her about you know how she turns up on the international scene and you know I saw somebody comparing our, our international appearance with that of that Tembi Katlana, I mean, big game players who set up to set up to the plate, but also knowing that she's had some you know fitness issues to to battle with as well. I'm I'm curious to see if she's going to be coming off the bench, or the approach would be for her to start. I mean, if she's starting, um, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what uh, what the what the fate of Richard Akano would be, or who else would be coming in, in you know in place that in that, or if if even if if you're about Numan, it's going to be you know. Having a uh, a go in that in that particular game. So, but based on that, I expect the approach to be you know keep it tight at the back. I mean, if those the two chances fall on your path, then take it. Mm. Otherwise, I I wouldn't be so shocked to see him pushing that game into extra time and possibly getting to the fine uh, to penalty. Right. I I have to I have to confess here that I am just talking about this game and I'm very nervous. My the reason why I'm nervous, I would say, towards the end of the show when we come to proper um, predictions, if you, you as a former Super Falcons captain, you, you, um, Ishmael, bear with me. I'll come to you. And thank you for joining us 
Bruce and Vanessa. Thank you, thank you guys. Eve, as a as a super falcons, as a captain, mm, you this this the the when you lead your teammates onto the pitch for a game of this of this nature, what what is your what is your responsibility? So what I'm asking here is that what would Chamaka be doing as the as the as the game as they're walking out onto the pitch? What what do you do? What do you say to your your teammates? Well, we as um, as teammates, we know the dice cast already. It's, it's, mm. it's a normal thing. Yeah, the dice cast it's a it's a it's a knockout stage. Anyone can go home at this stage. I I also I was of the opinion that coming. So mm. for me and the team, it's just you know this is a knockout stage. You just just go out, have fun, give it your best because. You might never have this kind of opportunity again, so you just have to give it your best shot. So, from all they've been doing, if they can, if they can still stay compact, because right now they can't change too many things, and you have to play to the strength of the team, what they have. So, I think the coach will just have to just little little things. All this while they've been playing so compact. I think yeah. the only problem we're having is we moving forward. Yes. Moving passes together and moving forward, getting the goals—that's just our problem. But from the midfield to the defense, I think they've been putting in their best. Also, I wouldn't say the attackers have not been doing so well. But if you if you if you look at our, our striker, um, Atisha, you know she's 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 just coming back, and I don't expect so much from her. And I like I like the fact against uh, was it yes Australia. against the Australians. I yes. like. I like I like the way the coach brought her, brought her in. Sometimes it happens that way. You you allow your players time, and you I, I think it's that that's even like the best thing to to do to her. So wait, wait, she if, has to see if, the game. If are, you, if are you are you suggesting that if 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 it was your call to make that it would bet it would serve the team better if Asisat started um, from the bench tomorrow. No, no, I'm not stating that. I'm only saying if she's not fit okay. enough. Okay. It doesn't mean anybody. She's a team player. Mm. If she's not fit enough, mm-hmm. she can start from the bench. Okay. And you tell her, girl, you're going to play 30 minutes for me. Okay. I want you to give me the best 30 minutes of your life. She doesn't have to start the game. It's not you starting the game and not being productive. Yeah. So if it's 20 minutes she has to give, put her on the bench, she should watch. And when she goes in in the 20 minutes, because... I think she's just coming back. Yeah. And if the coach wants to be sincere to himself, you don't you don't just play people, the other players. If a player is not fit, then but she's still useful to the team. If it's twenty minutes, some players can play ten minutes and give you what somebody that has been on the field for eighty minutes cannot give to you. True. So it doesn't matter. It's just a team game. Excellent. Thank you. Um Ishmael, we 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 beat we beat Australia three two. And then we didn't score in the other two games. How, 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 how where is this, where are the goals going to come from? Well, um, I'm listening to everybody and I think uh, I quite agree with the tactical analysis from the coaches. Uh, but um, for me, winning this game is going to be from the bench because if you look at the, the coach of the, mm. of the, of the, of the, she's, she's, yeah, uh, Wigman. 
she an ex Dutch international with 104 caps for the the Dutch uh, national team. Mm-hmm. She she did a lot of things with the Dutch team, uh, taking them to the final in 2019, and then she won the Euros with England. And one thing about her is the way she changes her tactics during the game, mm. and 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 that and that's my own major concern because if you look at their last game, they lost uh, Kara Walsh when they played their second game, yeah. and then she changed and they started attacking from the wing. Lauren uh, James didn't start the first game, but now she's like a key member of the squad, mm. and you can see how they are growing. What she said after their last game was that they are growing into the tournament. So that's my major concern. Yeah. But for the Falcon, I think. Can actually, we can actually win the game because watching uh, the South Africans and uh, the Dutch Salah, earlier today. So, are you hearing? Are you hearing human being, Nigerian person so, talking? So that gave, it, gave, it, gave, it gave me hope that we can do it because the, the South African, if they have taken their chances, they should have been. We should have been showing something different today because they had a lot of chances. The Dutch created eight chances. They created eight chances, but they do not convert their own. Why the Dutch actually converted two of theirs? So if the, the Falcons go into that match the way and this is going to be a very tough match because this is the most ranked team we are playing so far in this competition because they are ranked fourth. Mm. Uh, can, Canada is ranked seventh and uh, Australia is ranked tenth. So these are they're going to be the toughest uh, the, the, the opponent for us so far. And I think we can win the game from the midfield. If we can take control of the central midfield because they're still missing the wash from what he said earlier. Tony Payne doing that job. And if we come, we score our goals, I think Asusa can start this game. Because when you are playing a big game, you need a big player. And she is one that I've shown over time, winning Champions League Barcelona and the rest. And I, I mean, what she's done with her career. I think she's up to the task to start the game. And I believe that she can deliver the goal. Um, Ajibade is doing a lot from the wing. And I believe between the two of them, and then the lady, uh, uh, Kanu, they, they can score a goal. And I believe we, we, we can win the game. Uh, it might be tight, but with 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 what we have, mm. it's, it's something that we can have. But my major concern is what happens when the game starts. I'm not really concerned about the starting eleven. Mm. What happens at the match is my own concern. Because when you when you watch what the, the coach, Wigman, I have been doing with that team, mm. we can't predict her. She played 4 2 three, one, she played... 3-4-3 changing attacks as the game progresses and that's where my major concern is so for all scoring goals I believe we can and if I am in to make that call mm. I think I should start that game because when you're playing a big game like that you need a big player right um, Ruth um, and Vanessa you, you people will take it in turns here I, I let me my big worry my big worry for this game is um, if we concede, if we concede early, it could get it could get messy. Vanessa, have a go. How do we avoid not conceding early? The May the May has shown us that she never starts every game comfortably. She never starts comfortably, but she then grows into the game. Would we? How do we? How do we make her start this game better? Because we cannot afford to consider an early goal against England. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Um, I, I actually feel like we have been very, very good defensively since the beginning of the tournament. And as you said, Demi, he has, maybe I think she becomes 
she's scared at first, I think. And yeah, she I think she's one yellow card away from being suspended. Mm. So she might want to be careful. Actually, I will actually go with the same backline as I started the tournament. That's Demeni, Alozier, um, Ashley, and Ohali. Ohali. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if they can be able to hold on at least for like the first half without conceding, we are going to bring the game to England in the second half. Kira Walsh might actually start the game from the rumors I'm seeing online. And as um, Farah Williams, an England international, ex-England international, she said something in her podcast about Tony Payne, that she, Tony Payne is someone they need to watch out for. So I feel like coming into that game, Sarina, Sarina would be very, very, like she would have given her players um, what to do to Tony Payne and tell them what to do and how to avoid, you know, some kind of, some dribbles and passes that Tony Payne would be wanting to make. Mm. And as for Oshuala, I, I would like her to start the match. I don't know how fit she is, to be honest. Mm. She has, she has had experiences with some of these players. She are like, when she was playing in the WSL, she had played with some of these players. Apart from even playing with Lucy Bronze at Barcelona, she has played with um, Chloe Kelly, and she has played against some of these players. So I think yeah. she will be somehow familiar with their game and know how to like get into that defense and try to get some, to score a goal. Right. I um, want her to start, but I don't know if Randy will start her. That's the thing. See, um, Coach Shalantolani, I I know that you people are saying that we cannot afford to change tactics going into this game. But of all the teams we have played, right, we've not played any team with the... Um, I'm trying to find the right word. With the, with the speed. Yes, the speed and athleticism that England provide in the in the um, in the final thought so i having that in on one hand right and also on the fact that we we do not offer a lot going forward right can we not just shock england and decide to compress this game i mean come on let's just decide we're compressing this game and playing it right in front of them, so that we do, we 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 turn it into a shootout. Would that be would that be lunacy? Where are the coaches? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the with that um that line of thought is um we've played I think three games now with the same approach. Yeah. It may it may take our girls a bit of time. To adapt to the new style, like if the coach decides to go all out for it, and um, England is a team that actually knows where the goalpost is. Yes. So that can even be um, detrimental to us. Um, imagine an unfortunate occurrence where, in the first ten minutes, we probably considered two goals, which we haven't done. Okay, apart from the Australia game, which was a late goal. Mm. So we've been a bit solid in the whole competition. I think that gives us confidence, knowing that if we have. Um, uh, if, we, if we've not considered yet or we just have like maybe one goal the game is still within our grasp yep so I feel that's still the best approach for us for that game okay um Kushagun um Kushala 
so for me, I think uh, I'm quite open-minded when it comes to specific match strategy. Yep. I personally don't ever think there's only one way to win a match. So, uh, your idea to try to surprise them and do something different is something I'll consider pretty valid. Uh, I'm more interested in, okay, this is the idea. Yeah, how do we work this on the training ground and how do we prefer this specifically against the opponent? Mm. Though it has to be mentioned, it can require a bigger cognitive bandwidth from the players when you do change strategy yes. Yes. mid-tournament. Yes. It requires less mental energy to improve what you are already doing mm. than it does to bring in and train and quickly mature a new idea so based on that based also on the quality of england and the threats that they do possess i personally for this specific match would lean towards improving what we are already doing yeah. and now maybe now different from some of the other guys that have shared i actually believe oshuala should be on the bench and it isn't even about her fitness levels the honest truth is, for the last three years, she has not been great for the Super Falcons. And in that regard, considering also the specific match strategy that Waldrum has chosen to use mm. for the tournament, which is to sit back and defend, I would probably go with Onumonu as our starting center for. Because while she's not the biggest goal threat, she has shown to be able to put herself about and to help the team defensively. She's very humble. She's very hardworking yeah. and selfless in that regard. Mm. That way, she does it job for us. We can keep the game tight, not concede early. Mm. And then we bring in Oshwala in the last 20, 30 minutes of the game. If we're still in the when game. now we know both the opponents are starting to get tired, she's pressed off against slightly fatigued defenders and then we can change our approach to the game a little bit and try to get a goal and then see where that takes us. Mm. See this, uh, Ruth, are you here? The, my problem is I, I see I see where you're coming from, Coachella, and I also um, feel um, Eve Mwaboku's um, idea that if she's not very fit, she shouldn't start. I, I this is where coaches earn all their money. The problem, the only slight problem with this idea is, what if um, with 30 minutes to go, 35 minutes to go, we are already out of the game? What what would be the point? Listen, Ruth, you tell us, Ruth, tell us why I, I, on the BBC or last, last during the press conference um, today, um, Serena Wigman was saying that um, the... the they do not want to be complacent. Practically saying, of course, that they are favorites, so the only way they will lose is if they are complacent. Tell, tell, tell that Dutch woman what we're coming to do to her tomorrow, Ruth. Hear you. Are you speaking? Okay, can you hear me? Now, we can hear you now. Okay, I was saying I'm not which Waldron, but I have some as... Um, as the three games I've seen both teams play in the group stages, um, 
we haven't really seen that English team that we've known over the years. I think it, it was just against China in their last game that we really saw a bit of what um, they can offer. But going into the game tomorrow, I think like other speakers have said, or like the last speaker said, that I would not want to see Oshuala start in that game tomorrow. I wouldn't know why Desire Partners say yes to get any minutes. Well, I wouldn't also know if bringing her into the starting lineup would do any good thing to that team. Maybe we can all, always um, start with Kuchin Akano, Ajibade, and Ifoma Onumon like we did in previous games. But tomorrow's game, I think it's just 50-50 for me. It doesn't really look like anyone is above or above the other in, in tomorrow's game. I think it's, it's going to be a balanced game. So long as Super Falcons does not concede in the first 20 to 30 minutes. And it doesn't really look like it. The, the defense looks like it's our biggest um, asset in this tournament so far. We've seen a very solid defense from the Super Falcons. So going into the game tomorrow, I would just, like if I'm the coach, I would just advise them to play their game for the first 15. I noticed that the first 15 to 20 minutes of the game, three games we played in the group stages so far, we, we tried to sit at the back. We were, we were a bit conservative. We tried to see what the opponents can bring on board then we respond. I wouldn't know if that is going to work against England, but if we can keep our shape in the first 20, 15 to 20 minutes, I believe something good will come out of that game tomorrow. Um, <laughs> let me see. From what I can hear from everybody, we were almost resigned to not winning. <laughs> Lucy, but say, say, say something conf- confident. Let Nigerians, whoever is going to hear this, let them be confident waking up um, to this game tomorrow. If you have anything confident to say, you said Lucy, right? Yeah. Sorry, I was. Um, Siva, anything can happen. This has been the wildest World Cup um, tournament we've had in like since forever. Um, I don't. I'm imagining like a goal mouth scramble and then Tanu just pops on in and we are, you manage to win 1-0. Anything can happen, really. Mm. So that's what I'm just going to say. You know, we can go into that game and stun England. <laughs> we can go and then just soak up whatever pressure that they are going to get and then score one goal or even maybe force them to go to penalties and Naduze is going to just, you know, be a hero for us. So, it's not like it's completely down, honestly. Yes, England are a great team. They have Lauren James, who is terrorizing team so far, and they have Mary Epps to go. But England might be unlucky tomorrow. So, we may not be the superior team, but anything can happen. That is what has this world of has shown us. So, I think we can just ride on that. The fact that we've made it out of the group stages and, you know, we beat a team like Australia and kept Canada at bay, mm. I think that England shouldn't be so much of a worry for us. If, like someone said, we manage to do the first 20, 30 minutes without having to concede, you know, I think that we can just have time to sort of control the game a bit and then see what we can do to get a goal at least. Or push it until it gets to penalties or something. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not approaching the game with any fear or so much fear. Whatever happens, happens, but anything can happen. Listen, listen, please. How, how do we avoid not getting thrashed tomorrow? For me, it's still down to what I said earlier on, which is number one, um, keep it very, very tight at the back. Um, concentration has to be like 100% from, mm. from, from the blast of the whistle. 
And I'll give an example with the City and Arsenal game a couple of minutes ago. City had thought that they had won that game until the very last minute, you know, uh, when that wicked deflection meant that Arsenal had the lifeline. So, Constitution has to be like 100% from the beginning. Um, uh, there will be zero margin for errors, yes. basically, because we have to be very, very serious. Uh, keep it at the back. Uh, and when I say zero margins for errors, I'm, I'm talking about some of those players who are already on the yellow side, who are on the border of, you know, maybe suspension, for instance. I'm also talking about, you know, the situation no, where... No, 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 no. no. Why, are we, why are we worried about anybody on the yellow card or missing the next game? That's not important. Yeah, I, That's not I, important I know, I know. It's not it's not important, I know, but I, I'm saying this to say I'm saying this to say that we also have to be able to avoid the kind of situation that got um, mm. Debra Abiodun sent off yeah. in that first game. You know that kind of situation. Exactly, that's what I meant by yes. uh, you know those who are already on the yellow card, and, and you know I, I I expect them to be very careful. I don't expect any one of them to come in timid because mm. the players have to tell themselves so this is. Um, you probably will not be in this stage next time. Who knows? There's yes. a possibility, yes. and. The one chance you have to do something very right, you have to be, you know, hundred percent on it. Don't go into the game, you know, trying to fear the, the you know, the the lionesses. They are good, yes, we know that, but, uh, you know, just be as relaxed as possible. Play your game, keep it tight at the back, uh, limit the margins for error, and I mean, your your eye must be on the ball two four. I mean, until the very end of the of the whistle, hundred hundred percent concentration. I think that's the only way that we can have, have, avoid, you know, getting. Uh, I mean, chipping in goals as possible, and when you have the little, little chances, yeah. I mean, the kind of I'm not, I mean, the kind of chances that Uchina Kano had in that first, in that was it a game against? It was a game against Australia where where she kept missing and missing and missing. We can't afford to have those chances and miss them because I mean, we'll be punished if we don't take our chances. Basically, so for me, hundred percent concentration from the very beginning, from the very black of the week. So, I mean, keep it very, very tight. Keep the defensive shape. Mm. We need to keep that up on me from the very from the first minute to the very end. I think that's the way we can, you know, avoid avoid getting uh, uh, you know annihilated, as the case may be, Shala, uh, by the lionesses. Shala, tell us the weaknesses of this of the lionesses. Yes, you know, um, Millie Bright. I actually think she's not she's too agricultural. Maybe I think we can we can trouble her if we <laughs> if we get the ball um, in the right areas. Alex Greenwood is a fantastic footballer. She really is. I, I I can watch her all day long. He's a fantastic defender, fantastic ball distributor also. Um, what are the weaknesses that should give Nigerians hope? Mm, weaknesses. Yeah. I think number one has to be um, um, Lucy Bronze's wing. I, I most likely I feel like they're going to go with the three four three formation again tomorrow. And Lucy Bronze is going to be playing as a wing back. I think that's what she played the last time. Yeah. But even if she's playing as a full back in the back four formation, mm. Lucy Bronze is always bumping forward. Yeah. And Uche Nakano is going to be on that wing. And I hope to God that Uche Nakano is going to make her pay. That is one major weakness. And Lucy Bronze in the last, even at this tournament, has not been particularly fantastic. So she comes, she bumps forward and then commits a lot of errors. So I hope that Randy will put Uche Nakano on her to be able to, you know, whenever she bumps forward, she can run inside if we get possession and all of that. Mm. Then I think that is one very obvious flaw. But I think another um, 
weakness we can exploit. I think we should pray that even from the line of that um, Sarina Wigman, uh, Wigman gets it wrong. You know, there are players that have been ghosting that, but against China's events, even though we know that China has not been particularly good, maybe that's why they go around there, but um, Sarina played, made some major changes, you know, that improved the team. Mm. So I'm looking at if Ella Kuhn, for instance, starts in 10, she's, I don't expect her to trouble us so much. As much as having maybe a Lauren James starting in 10, being their main playmaker. You know, that kind of thing. So I, to be honest, this England team, we have to be, we have to be at our best tomorrow. Another thing is, we should not give away um, area set pieces. Set pieces. Yeah. We should not give it away easily. We should not. And Chiamata, if she's coming to claim the ball, she has to be certain. Those aerial balls, they are very good in the air, they are good on the ground. So those aerial balls, if Chiamata is coming to claim, she should make sure she gets a good hand to it or that she claims perfectly and not make those mistakes. So I think, uh, but for, for, I think Lauren, Lauren too can be very indecisive on the ball sometimes. Mm. Actually, I think that's one of the weaknesses in her game. She can be, sometimes she can hold on to the ball too much. Mm. But the danger in trying to maybe rush Lauren in attacking her is she's also very skillful. So the danger in trying to maybe double mark her yes. is she's also very skillful and takes pleasure in actually packing like three, four players along with her. Yes. So it's going to be a very, very dicey one, to be honest. But I hope Lucy Bros is all is that and Millie Bright has not been particularly good. But that back three covered up for her yes. a lot against yes. China. On two occasions, I saw Alex she made a mistake, Alex Greenwood covered up for her, she made another one, Lucy Bros covered up for her. So and we can also I'm looking at if we can even bypass their meeting with long balls, but again our balls are long our passes are not accurate. You know, if we can have an onumono on front, just use power, you know, and your strength and just try to get the ball from and bypass the midfield. But again, our passing game, our long passing. So we really have to be on our game tomorrow, to be honest. Right. To make it out of that game. Uh, Dufan, I'll come back to you just briefly, but let me go to uh, former Super Falcons captain Eve. Eve, how how um how do I how do I phrase this? How tactically, maybe the coaches can come in there. How do we drag this game into penalties so that we just stand there and drag this game into penalties? Oh, well, I don't think they should go in with that mentality of dragging the game into the penalty because. This is football, man. This is a knockout stage. They've mm. come so far. Yeah. So for me, I think they should just be bold. They should have that. This is what they've been doing, right? So no one gave them the chance to qualify from the group and they've gotten to this stage. Mm. I think they just have to concentrate more and communicate properly. For me, I think what has been helping the team, they've been so they've been playing so compact. Yes. They don't give too much spaces. And that's why you see everyone is praising the defense. But if you if you watch the uh, the defensive midfielders, yes. they've been doing a lot of jobs. They have, like, Aine, and they are the, Aine Aine yes. the 
Even Deborah Abiodun before she got the card. Yes. yes. Even Rachidat. Rachidat has been coming to the middle. So if you watch the work rate of these players, they've been helping us because without without them, the defense will be exposed. Yeah. I'm not saying the defenders are not doing a good job. Mm. Ali and Co have been doing a good job, but they should continue in that shape. Like they shouldn't give them space. Somebody like uh, Lauren James now she doesn't she doesn't run, she doesn't have that speed. She doesn't just run, but she likes to drag players along yes. with her with the ball. And we all know she could play with the left and she can play with the right. So mm. you don't give her space to cover in any balls. Anything within that area, you just they should just they should put pressure on her. Instead, she plays the ball back. If you watch each time pressure is on her, she takes the ball behind. Yeah. So I think they should just continue that way. They should get they should get more bodies in the middle. That's um, um the defensive area, like the defensive midfield. Mm. This will, I think we're using two defensive midfielders. And that has been helping the team a lot because it makes most of the team go wide. So yes. I think they should keep they should keep at it because if, if this this the last game in Grand I noticed Lauren James has now been pushed to the middle. Yes. So she could bend in balls from anywhere. So I think if we can keep her out, she should she should take the ball sideways. Yeah. I think we can buy time with that. Excellent. Um, Dufan, we're going to start a countdown with you. You're the um, octopus of this of this session. Um, prediction. Where is she? She's gone. Vanessa, so we'll start with you then. Dufan is gone. What is your prediction for these two power Falcons against Lionesses of England? Um, I actually think I think this is game going to extra time. To be very honest, I am predicting a two-one super fast swing. Wow! <laughs> Excellent. Vanessa goes two-one <laughs> super fast win. Uh, Coachella. I would be going for a one-nil Super Falcons win. Dufan? Sorry, I'm taking it left. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, uh, your prediction? Push me. I said 2-1, but I don't know who win, but my first goal scorer is Olatun. Is who? All this thing shall I say about my first goal scorer is Ella Toon. Ella, Ella Toon that is going to be on the game. Shola, come down. Why Shola? Why don't you come on at the top of the show? Shola, that's just a hater. She's only, uh, what's it called? James. But don't worry. You'll see tomorrow. Blessing, you, your mic is unmuted. Where are you going? Tell us. Okay, my my prediction. 2-1 to England after extra time. I mean, like, he's going to extra time, basically. But not to pronounce the but 2-1 England. Ishmael. Well, um, this this is the condition that I think the Falcons can change that bad day record that they have. That's the only team, only team out of the seven teams that have qualified for all the editions that has never played in the final. And I think they can change that uh, record. I'm going for a 1-0 in favor of the Falcons. Wow. Kuritolani. 
Yeah, I think it's going to rain gold tomorrow. <laughs> so a three-two win to Nigeria. Hell, really? Okay, Lucy. <laughs> three-one. But please don't ask me who has three and who has one. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say three-one without. Uh, we not here. That is Which one is three or what? I'm seeing a three, I'm seeing a one, and I'm seeing Nigeria and England playing. But we'll see who scored the three and who scored the one. Uh, okay. Um, if you. We'll take the last one. So, so wait, are you are you saying three goals could be own goals? I don't know for how. I don't know what Lucy is trying <laughs> no, to do. No, no, no. <laughs> a team will know who will score now. So a team will so, have So won. maybe Nigeria will help England to score. England will help Nigeria to score. Let's just be clear. <laughs> <laughs> but if I want to be hopeful to Nigeria, but I I I, I don't know. I don't see us scoring too many with us just conceding one. Mm. But let's just say three one. The scoreline of three one. Right. Eve. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. Though on paper, England are the favourites, but mm. you know Nigerian and um our next player also I would go with one one. And then um maybe Chiamaka will save us for the day. I don't know. Yes. I, I, I feel you. I feel you Eve. Way. Well, for me, for me, they are our only chance of winning this game tomorrow is taking this game into penalties. That's that's how that's the only way I feel we can win this game. We have to we have this game, we have to drag it. We have to drag it, make it as horrible as possible. Do a yeah, I'm the yes, do a a the worst of Jose Mourinho, Mourinho's teams. Just make the game rubbish to watch. Let people put up their TVs and leave and go because it's horrible. We drag them into penalties and Chiamaka saves all the three, the first three they play. And then we, we score our three and go through. That's, that, that for me, it will be the ideal for for tomorrow. Everybody, Sorry, Something I forgot to know. They, they have an amazing keeper as well. A keeper that's better than Chiamaka. Uh, she's not, no, you can't say she's better than her. She's, she's uh, good. Yeah. Uh, is she better than Chiamaka? You can't say that. Uh, is she better you than Chiamaka? Better than Better than Better than Chiamaka. Yeah, she's better than Chiamaka. Who is better than Chiamaka? I love the patriots. Let's go fight, please. What is she keeping that Chiamaka cannot keep? It's not. Because he gave her a standard. I think she's better. Yeah, that's her. She's even better. Anyway, listen. guys. <laughs> Lucy, we did not ask you. We have said it. Chavaka is the best in the world. But we are not debating it in this in this pod. Listen, uh, Eve, thank you ever so very much, Super Falcons ex-captain, for being on the pod. Coach Kuchola, Kuchola, Ishmael, and the usual gang. Dufan. Vanessa, blessing. Oh, that tomorrow, eh? 
as my mother thank will you say. Thank you for having me also. Thank you all so very much. For, <laughs> thank you all so very much for coming. We will celebrate. Thank you, you If the super comes you get through, we will throw a party. But that's that's how yeah. it's going to be. Thank so you. Now. <laughs> thank you all so very much for coming when on the show. Thank you. Thank you, right. thank you, Lucy. Thank you for that. When we get through, <laughs> thank you. <Yeah. laughs> uh, thank you all very much for coming on this episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. And you, our listeners, it's been my pleasure having you um, be with us on this special, special episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. Until I come your way, or even Shalat comes your way, or blessing, until we come your way for the next episode. My name is Calvin Emekonwoka. Peace.